A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Red Men News. I'm joined today by Ben Kelly with quite a few nice little stories for you today. Uh, we're going to talk about Jordan Henderson being the favourite in the PFA Player of the Year awards. Uh, we've got a little bit on Jürgen Klopp and his decision, how that affects Shrewsbury in tonight's game. Uh, we'll also have a little look at Critchley's... Um, press conference from yesterday uh, injury news for Atletico Madrid ahead of our time uh, during the end or during this month actually our tie mm. upcoming with Atletico Madrid a little bit on VAR and uh, Loris Carius as well as a little touch on Gary Neville uh, so we're going to get into it then Ben um, Henderson has gone from 200 to 1 favourite 200 to 1 to favourite for the PFA Player of the Year award uh, so I'm on the Liverpool Echo website right now Liverpool captain Jordan Henderson is now the 6 to 4 favourite to win the PFA Player of the Year award he was priced way out at 200 to 1 at one point before the season kicked off 29 year old's price has steadily crashed as he leads by example in Liverpool's title charge even last month Henderson was 33 to 1 in this market with some bookmakers but his form has been scintillating since Ben it's pretty remarkable, actually, that he's gone from where he's gone from to being the favourite. Because even if you think back to the start of the season, mm. it was already, it's the Bruyne's. Yeah, the Bruyne's yeah. going to win this. Good is the and then, yeah. he wasn't talked about at all. No, Mane, no. Salah maybe were. Van Dijk was going to be in mm. the conversation, but not Jordan Henderson. It's amazing how quickly these things like snowball when it comes to... The, I remember, obviously, remember what happened with Salah like, a couple of years ago and Van Dijk. Like, as soon as like a few people, like important people, begin to talk about him and like begin to push him forward for this award, everybody starts doing it. I mean, for me, the way Henderson started this season, he started really well, but you know, if you if you in the run up, you know, to around October time, I still don't think he, you know, he, he was playing at the level that he is now. I think he definitely should win the player of month the month that he's been been um, nominated for. And if he can keep it going throughout the whole of the season, then you know he, he is absolutely you know on the it's on the table for him, isn't it? That's it. And we know that you know the the voting will close relatively soon for the PFA Player of the Year, and you can. Say what you will about that. It's always been that way. Personally, I don't agree with it. Mm. I think it should be done at the end of the year. I don't see why, to be honest. You don't just wait until the end of the year. It's not like there's not a big break with everyone scrambling around to fill the content. Yes. They could quite easily just do the vote the last day of the season yeah. and then have the vote have counted vote, yeah, and have done a, have the a next day. Later yeah, on, yeah, it's mad. Yeah. But anyway, it is what it is. So let me know your thoughts on who you think it should be. Is there anyone else there, Ben? Um, that you would put forward from Liverpool or the, from the league that you think actually they're 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 up there. You could have you could have so many players in Liverpool's side. I mean, Allison for me has been superb. Yeah. You think about the way he's the resurgence that he had being injured in the beginning half of the season. Um, you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold, the yeah. amount of assists he's putting in, and then you know, surely he's got to win the young player. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, he should be assuming for that, you'd imagine. But you know, across across the league, you know, you're probably looking at the likes of. I mean, it's difficult, but you know, there's there's probably some Leicester players. So you know, for me, um, 
Um, Yuri Tielemans has been good. Um, that's Soyuncu at, at Leicester. I mean, they're not at Liverpool's level, but then also if you look at the likes of, you know, there's players in Sheffield United squad yeah. who, you know, in the context of their season should also be having a mention as well. You know, if you think about, um, you know, John Fleck, Oliver Norwood, they're having fantastic, Jack O'Connell at back having fantastic seasons, even Dean Henderson. So, you know, you can have players like that, but I think the problem... The, not for us, but the problem is that Liverpool have just been so good and so dominant. It would it would be an outlier really to mm-hmm. not recognise one of these players and give them this award this season. Absolutely, for me it is Jordan Henderson. And, mm. and listen, I know how good Virgil Van Dijk been and Sadio Mane and everyone else, but Hendo has been the driving force behind this season for me. Mm. Um, uh, again, we'll stick with the Liverpool echo. Sam Ricketts on how Jurgen Klopp's decision to rest Liverpool stars has cost Shrewsbury five hundred thousand pounds. I've got something highlighted a little bit further down to get us started it is huge the revenue is vitally important for a club like ours who are self-sustaining said the Shrewsbury town boss when asked about the impact on the German's decision uh, and that what it has had on his side for someone like us if we're playing the plus first team you were generating up to 600,000 as opposed to a hundred thousand pounds or half a million pounds is crazy a club like ours every penny counts that is the biggest disappointment that we will lack revenue historically you would say Liverpool away would generate a lot but what we're going to see is very very different uh, it's an opportunity to build Build something that lasts for 10 to 15 years and is a real legacy. That money could make the pitches better or mean we get one extra player. Um, he does go on to say, though, Ben, that Jürgen did speak to him after the game, 20, 30 minutes, apologised, uh, but explained the reasonings behind why he thought he had to make that decision. Um, you can see it from both sides, can't you? I can. I mean, I, I'm, I'm no, no, I don't know about the context of it. I don't like this in the sense of... this. This is something now that has been agreed between the two clubs. So for Shrewsbury to, the Shrewsbury boss to come out and criticise Liverpool in a way, it's, it's not all on Liverpool. The, 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 you know, Peter Moore, and because there was a delay in the ticket price that was coming out because Peter Moore and Liverpool executive were deep in negotiation with Shrewsbury about how they were going to handle this tie and all that. Eventually the clubs have come to an agreement. So for him to come out and say, oh, we're losing money because of Liverpool, it feels a bit odd to me. I don't know whether you agree with that. Um, no, probably not, to be honest with you. I mm. mean, you know, from what he said, he said, look, it's disappointing. He'll have been asked the question. Mm. It's not like yeah. he's come out and decided, I'm going to talk Slide about this Liverpool, today. Yeah. Someone's asked him a question. I don't think he slagged Liverpool off. I think he stated the facts, and I think yeah. the two are different. I think you can draw a line under one. Someone's asked him a question. He's gone, well, this is the facts of the situation. That's not criticising. No. That's just laying out what's happened and what's going to happen for his football club. And he will be disappointed, um, and rightfully so, I believe, because half a million pounds at that level is a huge amount. You know, they were talking about um, new training stuff, that you know, a, a video analysis equipment. That could be the difference over the next couple of years of them getting a promotion and them not getting a promotion. Mm. Um, so I think when it's your day-to-day job like it is for him, then it's going to make a big impact on you. Mm. Um, and I, I, I don't personally see it as criticising, but I could understand why some people do. You know, I, I do get that. Um, so on to something Neil Critchley said in the press conference people are always saying it's an under 23 team it's not it's an under 19 under 20 team at best it's always mentioned youth don't get enough chances in this country well tomorrow they are um, and I like this I, I, I like Neil Critchley I like the way he speaks to people and, and he, he, he conducts his press conferences and stuff and I'm really looking forward to tonight mm. you know don't get me wrong I, I, you know, I think I'd really like Liverpool to get through and I hope that they do this evening but I'm also excited to see some of these youngsters again you know we them at Villa Park uh, and we'll see them tonight how are you feeling on I think it's great I think in a way you know that there's this is this is the positive spin on this story for Liverpool and I think you know it's almost been 
it, it's almost, you know, I think the way that some journalists have criticised and focused on the Jurgen Klopp angle and things like that, you know, has been unfair at times. This is a this is a great advert for the club that we're, you know, obviously there's other reasons to it, but there is confidence in our youth players to go out and put in a performance tonight. If if Liverpool's youth squad was miles away, like miles and miles and miles away, and there was any thought from Jurgen Klopp that they could go out and lose six seven tonight against a League One side, it wouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. There'd be a different way around it. But with that confident that this team can be competitive in this game, it's a great advert for the club, and it's a as as Critchley says there, you know, it's a great advert for. The game to, to to show off, you know, some some new talent. I think I think that's a good thing. And it'll be a slightly different uh, atmosphere this evening as well. I'm looking forward to mm. see that. Uh, I mentioned at the start of the show, um, Alvaro Morata could miss the Champions League tie with Liverpool after suffering a muscle injury. Atletico striker Morata could miss the Champions League game against Liverpool because of a right leg muscle injury. Scans revealed the injury on Monday, two da- two days after Morata was hurt in the one 0 loss at Real Madrid in the Spanish league and had to be substituted in the second half. Atletico did not say exactly how long Morata is expected to be sidelined. They host Liverpool on February the 18th in the first leg of the competition's last 16. Oh, we're nearly at Champions mm. League stage again. Oh, it's getting exciting. Yeah. Little matter of Shrewsbury in the FA Cup with the under-19s <laughs> first, though. I can't wait for this game. I no. can't wait for this I game, and I hope he's missing. If, uh, so do I. I mean, you know, they've got a, they've got a few players out, haven't they? Joao Felix is injured as is well. He, yeah. I think Diego Costa's you know a, a running a battle against time to get himself fit. Um, Atletico haven't been great this season. I think they sit sixth in the in the in the La Liga. So you know, this is a this is a team. It's a really like high profile tie but it's also a tie that I think Liverpool can and should come through mm-hmm. based on where the two squads are at and actually based on how Liverpool are playing but yeah it's, you know, obviously ever since the draw was made that's kind of been you know with the way the league's panning out it's kind of been looming because as soon as we get into this tie suddenly you're on for the double you know what I mean and that, and that, is, that has got to be the main focus for this squad at the moment yes yeah yeah. <laughs> Shit. That sounds good. Uh, a league and European Cup double would mm. be uh, a superb addition Super. to the Liverpool menu. Yeah. Um, VAR. Okay. It's been a few days since we've talked about VAR. And Sky Sports survey with YouGov have brought out some results. Um, yeah. So this is a this I find I found I've just read through all of this. It's all on Sky Sports' website. I find it really interesting. Basically, there's. I mean, it won't come as a surprise to some people, but there's a, there's basically a nationwide dissatisfied vibe. Shock with VAR. Shock and um, horror. But Liverpool and obviously our northwest region in particular are are the most unhappy. With 35% of fans said that it worked very badly. Um, and there's also a graph there that talks about how much VAR has made football less enjoyable. So 38% of fans think that. Um, it's a little less enjoyable. 29% of fans think that VAR has made football a lot less enjoyable to watch, which I think when... when so 67% think yeah, it's less enjoyable, basically. All, all told. So, so I mean, 3%, I don't know what they're watching, they're a lot more enjoyable. Um, but I think, what the, I think this will really be a message to the referees and I think they need to look at this data and go because they don't need to get rid of it I don't think they should get rid of it I think it needs to stay but they need to go something if there's this amount of dissatisfaction with the process and the technology and the whole thing because the technology is working fine it's just the way it's applied but they've got to look at the big picture they really need to sit down over the summer they need to speak to fans they need to speak to managers they need to speak to players they need to speak to everybody that they possibly can and figure out how to tweak it and make it right yeah let me know in the comments what you've 
think of VAR in football? Do you like it or don't? It's that simple. Mm. Uh, 12% of people uh, totaled have said that they, it's made it more enjoyable. Uh, um, I mean, as I mentioned, a lot a lot more think it's made it less enjoyable. Um, on to Larice Carrius, according to Photosport, a new Besiktas manager, Sergen Yalsin, has spoken with the Turkish club's goalkeeping coach, great Levent Asil, about the form of Liverpool loanee Loris Carrius. Uh, Yalsin is reportedly unhappy, and stop me if you think this sounds familiar, is reportedly unhappy with Carrius's recent performances and has claimed he's getting sick of the German goalkeeper's costly errors. You could just copy and paste that uh, that that paragraph into several articles across the internet. <laughs> I think, <laughs> think they copy and paste it yeah. out of those yeah, articles. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, um, shocked? No, not really. I mean, I, I did see more made, shocked than the VAR results, or um, less shocked? Oh, that's tight. Um, slightly more shocked, <laughs> slightly, but it's you know, it's it's close. It's close. Um, I, I mean, I, I can't decide. I mean, I, I saw another error that he made the other week. I think it was a couple of weeks ago where he Kate just just. He just makes erratic decisions, and it's it's bizarre that you know sometimes you just see him. You go, "What have you done that for?" Um, it's what we call a brain fart. Yes, basically, but he's having them on a consistent basis. Um, he's got the runs in the brain fart. I've said world. it before, and I'll say it again. Carries is an attractive lad. He should just jib in the footy and do some modelling, and that's how he could. That's now he's got the profile. He could just go and do that as a career instead, because clearly, you know, that this uh, at Me, least at the very top the level, footy's not working out I think, for him. I think you know, there's a couple of things there that I'd like to pick up on. Yes, he is. An attractive bloke. Mm-hmm. Yes, he probably should be uh, doing modelling rather than football, and maybe he enjoys football. But the one thing that you've got to give him is he never gets a ball in the face because no. he's crap in goal. Yeah. Um, so it's probably the safest place on the pitch for him because <laughs> uh, you'd imagine if he was an outfield player, he'd just yeah. take one as he was running around mm-hmm. like a headless chicken. But in goal, he can actively dive out of the way. Yeah, and that's um, what he likes to do. <laughs> or he just likes to. Flap at balls and throw them into Real Madrid strikers' paths, or you know, just whatever tickles his fancy, really. <laughs> Goodness there me, you go. I really didn't like him. Um, no. uh, Jay Riley, uh, the cop HQ, has tweeted Sky Sports Premier League and said, The day Liverpool get the Premier League trophy at home to Chelsea, please don't have Martin Tyler or Gary Neville on the commentary team for it. The disappointment in their voices will be depressing. It's meant to be a joyous occasion, regards Liverpool fans. And Neville retweeted this and basically agreed to it with the mm. shaking hands thing. I really like this because I think it works both ways. Obviously, Gary Neville obviously doesn't want to be there the day Liverpool lift the trophy anyway. But I think part of this will be Gary Neville recognising that he will sound miserable that day and wanting to like basically help help us out in a way. Because I don't want I don't want to sit there. I'm, I'm, the chances are I'm not going to be in the ground that day. I'm going to be sitting and watching it with my dad. And I don't want Gary Neville sat there and Martin Tyler going. And there's Jordan Henderson lifting the Premier League trophy. I get it, right? But can I just say, as someone who will be in the ground, mm. I would like to come home and rewatch the game with that to look forward to. <laughs> I think it sounds brilliant. Mm. I completely disagree. And Jason Mater Man, I completely disagree. I want to record that, come home and bathe in the misery that is Martin <laughs> Tyler and Gary Neville. Now, I can understand watching it live, mm. you wouldn't want that. Yeah. But like maybe they should have Carragher and somebody else on one stream of audio and keep a second stream free mm, maybe. Um, that we can maybe download and just use to put ourselves to sleep at night yeah. um, after the fact. Maybe we should petition Sky Sports for that instead. Uh, into some of the comments then. Um, so have you got anything to get us going, please, Matt? 
Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff on Henderson. Um, Rob D says, Hendo deserves it for sure, the way he's developed over the years, and now you can see he's really driving the team to the Premier League title. Uh, Paddy says, Jordan Henderson's been such a key player for us this season. He keeps getting better and better. He's a pure leader in our team. He is, isn't he? And, and, and nothing sort of says that more than Jaden Klopp talking about him after mm. the last game and saying that he looked like our captain was captain in a, a side that's battling for relegation uh, or that could go down if we'd lost. And, mm. and that's the type of fight and desire that we see out of Henderson week in, week out, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's just... In terms of a captain, you know, you, you can't ask for anything more out of him, the amount of talking he does on, on and off the pitch. But, you know, leading by example now is is, is also something he's starting to bring into his game. I think, I think it was in one of those articles that... Um, you know, it, he's, it was the the Wolves game was the first time he scored and assisted in a game since December 2015, and he's now done that twice in three games. So, so he's now really starting to add that extra dimension to his play, which is incredible. Yeah. Uh, anything on any of the other topics? Maybe Morata or something like that. Oh, I've got one. President King, why you find another one for me? Yeah. No Morata, it doesn't Morata much. Yay. We'll still demolish them. <laughs> He's here all day, and that was President King. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that, to be honest. Uh, Mr A says negative Morata's missing. Uh, it means he might bring someone like Carrasco in, who will cause more problems. Uh, Jojo said it's bad news for Liverpool if Morata's not there, because he's not going to score against us. <laughs> I do think with 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 the likes of Murata, the, the style that he is, obviously that that bigger striker. I do think that now we, we have the arms to deal with that relatively well. You know, mm. if you think about the size of our centre backs, I, I don't, I do agree. I mean, I never think that it's a positive that a play, that that a, that a team is a, we're playing against a, a man down. You know, when they have an injury, but I do think that the style of play that they're more likely to have with Murata. We, we can potentially would potentially suit us a little bit more but the concern would, for, for me would be if Costa is fit yeah. you know because he can do both he's a handful on the ball and he's so strong that that he might cause a few problems him and Van Dyke would be a really interesting matchup actually but you know um, Murata you know, not as bothered about personally I, I think Van Dyke takes Costa for walkies do you think yeah. like he does for every yeah 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 never seen a play was it Wolves or was it oh no it was Southampton was it Danny Ings where he took him for walkies across yeah, the box uh, oh no it was West Ham wasn't it West Ham yeah, yeah I think it was that Alley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and he, he just, just Took just him for shielded a walk. him away. Just Brilliant, shoot, yeah. just like a dog on a lead. Yeah. Took him for a little walk around the park, away from his goal, yeah. and just had done. And I think that's exactly what Van Dyke does mm. to Costa. Uh, anything on VAR? It's in the game. Yeah, a few <laughs> bits on VAR. Uh, President Kang says, when it comes to VAR, how many developments in football have been unpopular in history? VAR can't be the first on the list. Uh, Ian Rush's moustache says, VAR takes too long and nobody can celebrate properly. It takes the moments away. Uh, Jojo says VAR is fine. It's the people behind VAR who are oh, the Oh, getting into it now. Yeah. I think I agree. With, I agree with that. But obviously, that's something that when they've done this survey, they've had to look at because we were in Ross were chatting upstairs. The technology is fine, but the ho- part of the whole package is the way it's being applied and the way the laws are and mm-hmm. the, the, the time it takes. That's what they're asking. They're not asking about the VAR technology. They're asking about the VAR experience, and that's what they need to tweak. I think absolutely, a hundred percent agree. Uh, anyone, anything about Neville then, mate? Um, I've got one here. Ian Rush's moustache again. Uh, Gary Neville needs to commentate. It would be glorious. I'd prefer it if we had Neville and Carragher. Said the great Phil Swift, our Prometheus. Uh, I think Neville and Tyler should be presenting the trophy to <laughs> Hendo. Says Rob. D. I, I, Tyler bothers me more than Neville does. 
I just think he's just such a lack of enthusiasm with everything he does, not just Liverpool. I'd rather have somebody on there like Rob Hawthorne for Sky is a fantastic commentator and you, you, you get so much more life out of him. I, I much prefer, I, it won't bother me as much if Neville was there, but I, I, Tyler, I just can't, I just can't get, like, you've got to make me feel like I want to be involved in the game. He just never, ever does that. At least Tyler, at least Neville sits there and gives you some insight yeah. and, you know, gives you some good stuff to listen to and he will be complimentary Liverpool when we deserve it Tyler just sits there he's boring fuck just <laughs> yes. yeah, it's just unfortunate but that's what happens when you're a Manchester United fan and Liverpool are doing well mm. uh, it's all good uh, don't forget to like this video please do that now uh, turn notifications on as well uh, you will be notified when we go live it's roughly half twelve every single day unless there's a press conference um, but yeah thank you to Ben for joining me thank you for Matt who was doing the comments and thank you for all commenting uh, on the show today we'll see you next time ta -ra.